dismantling systemic oppression, strengthening local economies, fostering equity and inclusion, cultivating communities for social good. We are motivated to leave the world a more just and compassionate place than we found it. A lofty goal? Maybe. An unreachable goal? Absolutely not. This is the Impact Out Loud podcast, powered by Prospera Partners. Now here are your hosts. Hello, we are back and we're here with Tudor. I'm excited to uh, continue the conversation from last time. Yeah, Tudor, Spirit Mountain Roasting Company is your business. And um, last time we talked a lot about you know, the, the, the journey of your business and getting it started and your social impact that you've been committed to and um, embedded in your business plan strategy. So now we really want to dig into running a business and every business owner has questions about how to run a business. I always say that, you know, chefs didn't get into owning a restaurant because they wanted to own a restaurant. They got into it because they wanted to cook and you came from coffee roasting and, you know, what is that like owning a coffee roasting company and a cafe now? So we'll get into all of that, but um, I'm just glad to have you back with us. So say hi, let us hear your voice. <laughs> yeah, glad to be back, Vicki. And it was fun talking uh, first round and I'm happy to be here for round two and yeah, just talk about my journey any way we can. And I'd love to lift up from last time surviving through a pandemic and how impressive that is these days, especially as a small business that doesn't have a lot of the same infrastructure and support systems that larger businesses have. So just a testament to you and the business you've generated and being really both adapting to the challenge, but you had things in place, right, that helped you really get through that difficult time, like naming, um, having that wholesale and online presence let you survive and not be so dependent on things that might have been more of a challenge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a, a crazy time for sure. And um, the timing for <laughs> for COVID to hit, I'm sure for everybody in the world, it was couldn't have been worse. So it, we had been back, moved back home to the reservation in 2017. And I was kind of just getting my footing. I had uh, came back with the the roaster and didn't have a space. So I was literally had my roaster stored. I'd get accounts, um, get orders, and I had to set up the roaster, roast, um, and then put everything away. And it really wasn't sustainable. You know, um, I, the, the cool thing was I was getting noticed, getting accounts. Uh, for, for instance, I got an account with our casino here. Great. It was a wholesale account, consistent income for the business. Right before COVID hit, I had uh, got to the point where I was saying, okay, this is not a sustainable way to, to run it. So I need capital to actually get a larger roaster, scale, basically scale up, you know, get a larger roaster. I need my space to roast. So I needed to get literally build a space. So it was at that point, I was like, okay, I need to go for a loan. Because up until that point, it was all savings and yeah. Basically, my life savings that I put into it, 401k, pulled it out, uh, made things happen that way. But it got to the point where I needed to go to that next level. Applied for uh, uh, the loan and it, again, keeping it in the circles, how I say it, it was a native CDFI that I went to. So worked with them, secured the loan, 
built out the roastery that I'm in now, got a larger roaster, really started to hit the ground running, started getting accounts and, and moving things, pushing coffee. Um, and then COVID hit and every single wholesale account just overnight, within a week, literally stopped, shut down. So all that income. I had the loan, no income. We did have our online presence. And again, that's, uh, I mentioned that last time. That's really what kept us going. You know, everybody was stuck at home. They were jumping online, ordering coffee. So we were able to, luckily we had that, and I said diversity, you know, wholesale and our online presence. That kept us going. And then that's how we made it through COVID, you know, and of course our lender worked with us, um, kind of paused the payments. And so those are the realities of it. You know, it was really scary. I was like, shit, we got... We just got this loan. We just built this space, and now all the business stopped. So it was it was a scary time for sure, but pulled through it. And just for those who are listening who may not know, um, a CDFI is a um, community development financial institution. So they are often focused on a very specific type of business to lend to. So this particular CDFI lends to native-owned businesses. They are a native lending financial institution, and often their rates are much better, interest rates are much better, their terms are much better, they're easier to work with, essentially, and they often provide some kind of backbone support if necessary, technical assistance, et cetera, et cetera. So I just wanted to be clear about that because I think you did get some really good support from them in COVID, they were able to defer payments. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You nailed it, Vicky. Um, so not only were they really good in working with me, like I approached them a couple of times, um, if there was a couple of things in the plan that weren't quite on point, they had questions and say, hey, can you come back, answer these questions? Whereas I think if I approached a traditional lending institution, it would have been a yes or no, sorry. You know what I mean? So they worked with me to get that dialed in. I answered all the questions they had. And then afterwards, um, they have provided resources like um, bookkeeping and stuff like that, just to help make sure we were on the right path and, and moving in the right direction. So yeah, awesome. Love those guys. So thinking about alternative uh, systems or lending, I'm wondering if you also have any advice or words of wisdom for other entrepreneurs who might be a little bit uh, kind of disappointed or disenfranchised by their options and what it might look like and how you've approached um, thinking about lending? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, I think like probably most other folks, I, I was really averse to taking out a loan. You know, everybody I talk to, they're like, man, I don't want to get a loan. I don't want to be owing, owing money to a lender. Um, that was... I had that same feeling, you know, but I got to the point where I was like, man, I need, I need capital to make this happen. You know, I did as much as I could on my own, realized I needed capital. And like we were just talking about the CDFI, you know, folks do some homework. There are other options out there for, away from the traditional lending system. And they are there. Um, SBA is a good one. I've actually had some Communication and building some relationships with the SBA in uh, Southern California. So just try to explore your options. Realize that it's not just the traditional bank lending systems. Um, and you got to go for it. I mean, once you understand, okay, you get this capital, um, you have a working business flow, 
it's just like anything, you know, you just got to balance your, your expenses and your income um, and you can pay it off. Well, I'm going to be done with this initial business loan next year. And I'm looking at what I'm calling phase three. Um, I have a vision for that and I'm kind of positioning myself now. Okay. I got this loan going to be done. Uh, made some inroads with the SBA. Uh, we recently got the 2023 Rural Small Business of the Year Award from the SBA um, out of for Imperial in San Diego County. So, awesome. Another point of another point of pride, but um, more practical for me. It's like okay, now we're in a position to, if we want to approach the SBA, who has a higher lending cap uh, for a larger project that I'd like to do. I think we're in a good position to to go for that. So. For folks that are thinking about and planning it, take it in incremental steps. You know, you don't have to go for the large, largest, you know, target. Start small, build up your history, build up your reputation. Just like vehicle purchase or anything like that. That's what I'm doing with this business. Okay, we got this loan. We made this happen. <clears throat> um, okay, what's my next phase and how do I position myself for the next phase? And you got to look at it three to five years down the road, you know what I mean? And plan for that. So, um, yeah, you know, do your homework, look at your options and, and plan for, you know, multiple years ahead. And I'd love to just lift that up a little bit of the incremental steps. I think there's such high pressure on big returns quickly. And I think we know that that's often not successful in small business. Um, so just wanted to highlight that, um, great reminder of really like slow and organic growth can be the best way. And I want to highlight the vision because you had a vision for opening a cafe, but you didn't do it immediately. You took the steps and, but you held that vision and you never said, well, the cafe is never going to happen. So I'll just keep doing this one thing. You kept the vision for the cafe and you have a vision for what comes next. And I think that's a really important thing that a lot of business owners go into this and they get discouraged because that vision feels too far away. It feels unattainable. So how do you hold that vision, Tudor? I know you're super smart and you are a planner, but how, you know, how do you hold that vision like emotionally and, and spiritually, <laughs> essentially? Yeah, it's, you know, thinking about it, it's because I, I care about where I'm at and where I grew up. I want to have an impact here in the community and, and for me, everything takes, takes time. You know, you can't, of course you got to push, but you can't overdo it. And, and for me, it's one step at one step at a time, one day at a time, but knowing what the possibilities are, I say it a, a lot. Um, and I've said it a lot recently as I see so much potential here in this community. So I think it's, it's knowing, understanding potential and just not giving up persistence. Um, you know, you, you got to care, you got to have passion and just understand that things don't happen overnight, man. It's, it takes work. It does take work. Yeah. So you've had some great coverage and success with promotion. You've had some great articles. You had one in, um, one of my favorites, which was, um, uh, what's, what's it called? Atlas Obscura. They did a gastro obscura article about indigenous oh, yeah. foods. And you were mentioned in one of the articles. And I think that brought you some really great business, you know, online business. So 
What are some of the other promotions that you've received over the last couple of years that have kind of boosted you? Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. That was a great one, uh, Atlas. We moved a lot of coffee online from that one. And, and you know, we've been really lucky, and I don't know what it is, is, is getting these promotions. Another really neat one that uh, something I grew up with was Arizona Highways. Um, they did an article on on the, the company, and it was a Man, the author is awesome. Uh, the gentleman that wrote the article, he came down to visit, spent some time. And um, another one, man, that was great, Arizona Highways. And then just recently, Visit California. I think it's a tourist, uh, promotes local businesses within California. Um, they did an article on Spirit Mountain as well. So there's a couple of others too. But, you know, I, I'm surprised and thankful that we get noticed and selected and, and covered like that because, you know, aside from a really small campaign we did on uh, uh, Native America Calling, we haven't done any paid marketing. You know, it's really been social media, which is is free. Um, and then these articles that have kind of picked us up and, and elevated us. Um, so really that's helped keep, maintain and grow our web presence. Um, we ship coffee all over the country, uh, Pacific Northwest, which I, I'm really proud of because that's coffee mecca in itself. Um, and then Midwest, East Coast, Florida. So, and I think it's all social media, these articles. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Well, and you have a great story to tell. You have on your website, and um, I'm, I'm very proud that we were able to do this with you, is to tell that story of the indigenous seed to cup story of your impact and why you want to have that impact and why you want to share that with your customers and be transparent in everything that you do. And people buy into that. They really care about that story. And I think that's one of the reasons why you get such good press coverage, because you have that story to tell. And you're a, you're a great human in so many ways. Like your, your personal story is also part of that story. Yeah. And, and it's totally true, man. Like me, when I look at myself as a, a customer or a consumer, I do the same thing. You know, if I'm going grocery shopping, I'm looking at the label. I want to see where things come from. I try to consciously, I'll pay a little more for an organic product versus non, you know. So I know that <clears throat> I'm here doing this. I know there's others out there. And if I have a product that I'm going to put out, I'm going to pay a little more for the ingredients because I know people care and I know people will buy that, you know, and the story behind it is a bonus. You know, it's, it's me telling the truth, just, um, roasting my truth. This is what it is. And I know people are, are going to care and people are going to make a decision between, you know, a commercially large commercial producer of coffee and, and a smaller business and say, Hey, look at these guys. That's just like I, consciously make a decision to purchase green coffee from indigenous producers or women co-ops i know a customer can make that decision on my company versus someone else it's that same thing um so it's just realizing that and i think any business person small business person should genuinely look at that you know look at your own story look where you're coming from and put that out there people care people are going to make a decision based on what you're about so yeah think it can carry over. I also feel like that makes it better for you as the business owner, right? Because your customer resonates with you and your story and you're not trying to like 
win them over all the time or you get you don't get that same like disgruntled energy right they either like really resonate with what you're doing or you don't so you don't have to like fight that tension right you're really just leaning into that knowing your value and um really the people who connect with that are going to be your customer i will say I'm left with a little curiosity, and I know maybe there's some confidentiality, but I'm curious about this phase three. And Oh, yeah. <laughs> feel free to only share what you're comfortable sharing or if you can, but I feel like um, to Vicky's point, right, there's something powerful in like staying present, but then looking, t- looking ahead, right, and how powerful it can be to have like a vision to work towards and you've already done that twice now um so yeah just curious about that yeah no no i have no problems sharing um so it's kind of it's evolved you know um getting to this point having the cafe and and being able to play a little bit with the coffee side for instance so i've I've been roasting this whole time and, and you know roasting specific blends that i have and and playing with single origin coffees come to the cafe i'm able to play a little more we have specialty cold brew like we do cold brew on tap and then um, i played with chipotle cold brew on tap and there's other flavors i want to infuse so phase three is is being able to take that into a larger scale um one part is expanding the current roastery so capacity scaling up again um, being able to produce more coffee because we have interest constantly for coffee and i'm kind of at a point where even with the roastery that i just built out getting to capacity on that so it's okay let's jump it up to the next level with that i would like to take the cafe concept and inspect and expand that to a full-size uh commercial kitchen and restaurant tasting room so vicky like um uh your contacts in albuquerque that you introduced me to so something like that but being able to offer full service food. So playing with not only coffee, maybe um, uh, some traditional foods and ingredients. So I've, I've over the years been able to build up a network of really awesome indigenous chefs, uh, stuff like that. So I'd love to kind of expand that concept. So coffee, food. Oh, I see some collaboration here of some of your uh, some of your colleagues and cohort members from the Native Entrepreneur Program. Mm-hmm. I see it absolutely, coming. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's awesome. Well, we should probably wrap this up, but we have to have our um, what the fuck or aha moment for the week and uh, from this segment. So what I guess I want to ask about what what is your biggest aha moment or what the fuck moment around being a social impact business? I would have to say the the impact that it has um, in the surrounding community. Um, and we just kind of touched on it, just how you, you tell the truth about your story, just the amount of response that I get um, from telling a story and, and just being here in this space, um, the way we created it. Um, it's it's super unique, I think, for a cafe, but the love and, and, and support we get, like, man, what the fuck, man, this is pretty cool. You know <laughs> what I mean? People coming in and, yeah, laughing and smiling. It, it's it's more than I expected. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's great positive social impact for sure. You're bringing people joy, which is an important piece of being in business, right? You're not extracting. Yep. You're actually putting back into the right. community. Exactly. Um, Ray touched on it. I think it might have been the last part. Is, is It's more than just a cafe that we serve, a product that we're proud of. It's a gathering space. Yeah. People come and, and sit and talk and have a conversation. Um, we're excited about as the weather cools, we have a little patio, and that's going to expand our seating footprint. So we can just see people sitting and you know, elders talking, friends coming. So it's it's way more than just a cafe. And I guess that's another aha, like, hey, we're creating more than just coffee. Yeah. It's, it's community. It's great. Yeah. Ray, what are your we thoughts? We need it. <laughs> yeah, we need it. Yeah, I'm always like more public space and kind of building off of that. And what I've been thinking about is we kind of default to thinking social good is through nonprofits. Mm -hmm. And that's not to discount nonprofits. But I think we sometimes fail to see how socially responsible and ethical business can be the antidote to the things that we're frustrated by. So I feel like I'm really seeing that embodiment fully in your business and how encouraging that is in, you know, a world that can feel a little heavy and burdensome. Um, there is economic opportunity and then that's community resilience too, right? There's more stability, more jobs, an anchor for folks to gather at, like that's where a lot of strength comes from. So I just love seeing it and, and just a nod to, it doesn't have to be a nonprofit. You hit it spot on, Ray, real quick. Um, we, we had a conversation the other day, like this, granted, this is a for-profit, you know, or small business, but we kind of feel like a nonprofit in the sense that we're trying to create community good, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think some folks that may be averse to any kind of for-profit activity, you can look at it in a whole different light, man. Like it's, you can create something good, even though you need to make a dollar to, to exist beyond just that. Yeah, it's... It's a trip. Yeah. It's, well, that's a great conversation. And maybe we'll bring you back at some point to talk about the culture that you've created, which has that nonprofit community service mindset with the yep. for profit bottom line. Yeah. Well, my aha moment uh, is really about how, I, for years, you know, we, we started working together in what, 2017 or 18? Yeah. Something like that. And we worked together for six months. And then we were, um, we we had a community of practice together. So the, all of your colleagues and friends in the cohort together. Um, and I was honored to be the facilitator of that program. But knowing you since then, and being in conversations with other business owners who you were asking questions of back then, and now you're in a position to be a mentor to other business owners. So I just want to congratulate you on all your hard work, all your dedication, all your community service, and for being now in the mentor seat. So I'm just so glad to call you a friend and a colleague and so, so grateful to have you as one of our clients that we can talk to in this way. Likewise, Vicki, it, it, it means a lot. Coming back after all these years again, full circle and having this conversation and reconnecting Ray as well. Uh, I appreciate you guys inviting me on here. So anytime, anytime. Great. We'll have you back. It'll be fun. Maybe for phase three. We'll talk about phase three. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tudor. Thank you, Ray. And we'll see you next time on Impact Out Loud. Appreciate you.
Thank you for listening to the Impact Out Loud podcast, the podcast that empowers bold impact for good, powered by Prospera Partners. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to Impact Out Loud wherever you get your podcasts and follow Prospera Partners on your favorite social media. If you are inspired to make community-based solutions and systems change, Prospera Partners offers workshops and programs that are open to all. For more information, visit prosperapartners.org. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, be well and do good.